0: All right, good afternoon and welcome to the second episode of the Sam Hasek Media Podcast. It is my absolute honor to welcome today's guest. He was the second overall pick in the 2019 OHL Priority Selection, graduate of the historic Don Mills 2018-19 Minor Major Program, and now a star for the Flint Firebirds of the Ontario Hockey League. Please join me in welcoming number 78, Brennan Othman, to the podcast.
1: What's going on, everyone?
0: We're going to get right into things here, Brennan. Uh, at what age did you start to play alongside the Don Mill Flyers teammates that uh, you had such a successful run with in 2018-19?
1: Yeah, um, I went to Don Mill's in minor bantam. So uh, 14, 15 years old, I was with uh, with the Flyers. And uh, last year, we just had an unbelievable unbelievable role. Uh, you know, we lost one game last year. And, you know, all of us just, we, we had such a good team, such a good group of guys. And, you know, all, everyone on that team is such a good hockey player and have bright futures in the hockey category. And uh, and we just had a really good season last year with everyone on that team. And from the coaching staff to, to the goalies, you know, it was such a good team, such a brotherhood everyone made. And, you know, I'm really thankful that I joined that club.
0: Absolutely, and I had the uh, honor of coming down to the OHL Cup last year to watch you guys, and that team was absolutely amazing. Uh, From the time I saw you at first, I knew you guys were going to go all the way and win that, so uh, Mm -hmm. congratulations on everything last year. Unfortunately, losing that one game in the Silver Stick Finals, but you guys lost that only game the whole season, so that was probably one of the best minor midget teams in years for sure.
1: Yeah, we had a we had a real good team there, so it was good.
0: Absolutely, and that ties into our next question here. Uh, how special of a season was that last year? And uh, talk a little bit first about your of season where you guys ended up winning the uh, OHFs too. Did that kind of tie into how the success continued into uh, Minor Midget?
1: Yeah, uh, later on in that, that season – uh, towards the end of the season march uh we had a passing uh, Roy Pedjanowski our goalie and you know he was something really special to every single one of us on that bantam team and and we we went out there after he died and we said you know we're not going to lose a game and and we didn't we came out we won the gthl finals then we went on to the bantam ohfs and you know all the boys came through and they battled they persevered and they had lots of lots of hurdles to jump over the last couple of months at at the end of the season. And that's what we did and we ended up winning, which was something really special for for us and uh, for Roy and his family.
0: Absolutely. And uh that next question for sure ties in here. So uh Roy Pejanovsky uh unfortunately passing away in March uh you guys ended up, from what I've heard, went to the rink the night it happened and uh, held a practice. And uh, what was kind of the message the coach came in with that night, and like how did you guys really carry it on for him the rest of the season and into last year?
1: Uh that's a that's a tough one. I mean, all of us went to the rink on. And I remember it, it was a Wednesday night. Um, I was at the OHL Cup with uh, Shane Wright and Peyton Robinson um on the team uh in bantam and uh you know we we got called off to the side and by uh, shane Rice's dad and he told us the news and you know we we didn't know what to say at first we didn't know if it was real and you hear these stories on the news about all this stuff happening you don't re- and you don't really take in that's going to happen to you and losing him was something really really unfortunate and you know it it uh, you think about him every day and if he was still here today, what, what would what would be uh, the difference and what would change? But uh, you know, we went to the rink that Wednesday night, and everyone was really emotional, as as you can imagine. And it was something special for all of us to get to the rink together that that night and come together as one and practice. And uh, we turned Roy's net around that practice, so we, no one could score on that net. And and you know, we came together and we practiced uh, practiced hard, and we we said that this rest of the season is going to be for him.
0: Absolutely, and uh, now April 6, 2019 was a very special day for yourself, family, and teammates. Uh, take us through that day uh, when you were drafted second overall by the Firebirds. Where were you, and uh, how'd that day go for you?
1: Yeah, it was a really special day uh, a couple of days prior. You know, you get the feeling of where you're going to go, and and throughout the year, you have lots of interviews with teams, and and uh, you kind of have an idea of where you're going to go, uh, you know, Christmas time and you kind of either at Christmas deal you're going in the first round or not. But uh, that day on the 6th, I was uh, in the OHL office with uh, Shane Wright, Brant Clark and Connor Walker the, the top four picks of last year's draft. And, and we were at the OHL office in, in Toronto and being there and being able to hear your name called in front of the four, three of your buddies. And, their families and your family there is something really special and really honored to do. And being able to do an interview at the OHL office and looking at all the picks you got from, from that office is something really special too. And learning how the operations work from behind the scenes is something really cool as well.
0: Absolutely. yeah. So that same day, Shane Ray going first overall on Grant Clark going fourth overall. Just talk a little bit about uh, both those guys and uh, what they mean to you and uh, the teams they're with now kind of.
1: Yeah, you know, Shane and Clarky. Shane going one, Clarky going four. I mean, those are two two highly skilled hockey players and highly developed hockey players that have great minds for the game. And, you know, those two, without a doubt, will be playing at the higher level in the National Hockey League. And they're two studs at the game. They're unreal players. You know, two of my buddies that I always keep in touch with, I know Shane and I are always playing video games or always talking on the phone. And, you know, Clark and I always shoot a text once in a while to each other. But uh, those two are really two guys that are really special in my life. And, you know, two two buddies that I'm never going to forget and hopefully they never forget me. But uh, being able to play alongside them and play against them when I was playing against Barry on Kingston was something, something good. You don't, you don't get used to it the first uh, couple of shifts, but once you get out there and you start playing against them, you know, it's something uh, it starts kicking in and something real.
0: Absolutely, and uh, now after the draft, you ended up uh, attending the OHL Gold Cup as a team of GTHL Blue. Uh, you went out to win that tournament. Uh, how special was that tournament for you? And uh, just winning it all, just take us through that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think I was part of the, the the winning team there. Yeah, so it was uh, it was lots of fun. I mean, it, it was something to be part of, really special because you know being able to win every tournament throughout my hockey career uh, from minor Adam to minor midget in the gold cup, there was something really special. And, you know, I think I was one of the only players that were able to win every title, I guess, from, from when you're a kid to, to now and, uh, or sorry, the end of minor hockey career and being able to play against your seven dumb those guys, eight down guys, guys um, at that tournament was something you know, people. You don't really expect. I had a uh, Francesco Curie that plays on the Frontenacs right now. He was on my team, and I had a couple. I have a couple other OHL guys on my team, had on my team in that tournament. And, you know, playing with those guys and against those guys, being able to be called to that tournament is something really special. And playing with them and getting to know all the different types of players and coaches you have is something really special as well. And I was really thankful that uh, Hockey Canada and OHL did that for us
0: absolutely and uh now heading to flint for the first time uh take us through that experience a little bit and uh what was your first impression that day
1: yeah it was it was really special i mean i went there the first day i went was i went to get my uh equipment and all my stuff and all my apparel and my kitchen and whatnot but uh we were driving on the highway and it was really something really special for my family and i and we were driving along and not knowing what's gonna happen, what's the day's gonna be, what tomorrow's gonna bring, and you know I was there, and big billboard came up saying "Welcome, Othman family" with a couple pictures on it. So you know that was something really special for for my family and have, and my dad and I kind of just looked at each other and had a little chuckle about it. So uh, it was something really cool, and you know it was you don't believe that you think you're in a dream, but you know it's something that that happened, and something that did happen, and something really special. So uh, Flint did a really good job there.
0: Absolutely, and uh, this next one might throw you off a little bit,
1: but uh, what was the first NHL game you remember attending? Uh, it was a long, long time ago. Um, I'm a big fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins, mainly because of uh, Cindy Crosby, and um, he, he's one of my favorite players in the in the National Hockey League right now. But um, I, I would say really young, and I think it was Pittsburgh versus Toronto where uh, Crosby scored when he deked Thomas Cabriolet and uh did one hand five full against uh, against the goalie against Gusterson, So I think that's the the first game I, I remember watching.
0: Awesome. Uh take us through your first OHL goal this season, uh how did it happen and uh what was the feeling there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm always gonna have a big smile on my face when I hear when I hear that. Um uh, first goal it was against Saginaw. We were in Saginaw, it was the second game of the season. And uh, Evan Veerling now plays on Barry. Uh, he we dumped in the puck before check, and I kind of peeled out of it, and I found a little soft spot at the bottom of the circle, and he gave me a great pass, uh, great pass back door, and I kind of just uh, put in the right spot over Lennox. So it was a great pass, and it was a good shot. So it was a great feeling to score my first goal.
0: Absolutely. And you had a terrific rookie season this year with 33 points and uh, set the franchise record for points as a rookie uh, with the Flint Firebirds. Just take us through that and how did it feel to get that uh, record kind of first year there?
1: Yeah, you know, it's not the way we want it to end going out like this. And it's something really sad for the overage guys, the 20 year olds and, and the teams that really worked for it and bought this year and bought into the system that the coach is saying, but I mean, again, there's always next year to do that. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to next year going into my draft NHL draft and hearing those two words is something really special. And, you know, you get a butterfly in your stomach hearing those two words. So it's something really cool. And, you know, we just had a really good season looking forward to next season.
0: Absolutely. And uh, tying into that, uh, how much does it hurt you guys knowing you guys are on such a good run heading into playoffs for a 10 like this and, uh, does that kind of give you guys more fire in uh, your belly a little bit to get ready for next season to come out firing again?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So lots of the boys are, you know, we all keep in touch uh, here and there. I always text one with another because I think this is the, one of the best Flint teams that they've had since they started. And uh, we had everyone on that team had a great bond. Everyone liked each other. Everyone loved each other. And it was someone really special we had and, you know, everyone would stick up for each other and the scrub on the ice and, you know, it was, it was really good, the bond that everyone made and, you know, next season, I think each and every one guy that's going to come back is going to bring lots of fire in their stomach and, and lots of fire to the game and you're going to have a great season, all of us.
0: Absolutely. And uh, now, what does a typical game day look for yourself? Uh, how early are you getting to the rink and what are some of the things you uh, do to prepare
1: Yeah, I get. I usually get picked up by. I got picked up last year by one of our OAs, Jake Durham, at around four four twenty ish, and we got to the rink by around four forty five. So I was there at around four forty five. Got in there, got my suit off, and you get into your warm up ditch, and you know you're talking to the boys a little bit, and you were. wondering what's going on. How, how was the day? And you, you know, you, you don't know if you have, if you have school that day, then the boys are out the morning skates they are always talking to the older guys, making sure that they're doing good and they're getting ready for the game. And uh, you know, you'll see me at a certain time, no matter what, you know, five, five to 10 o'clock, I'm usually taping my stick. Uh, then, then you got five, five ten to five 20. Uh, you're in the meeting room and you're talking to the boys again, and then you got your uh, team meetings. Um, and then you got more stuff to prepare for the game going on with the uh, trainers and and the coaching staff going through your own personal video. And then you got uh, the warm up and you got sewer to play. And then you get ready and then you get ready to go. So I'm usually usually at the rink by four forty five, five o'clock, and usually getting ready for warm up by uh, by 6, 6, 6. 15.
0: Awesome. And now uh, at the level you're playing at now, what is uh, one piece of advice you would give to your younger self, knowing uh, how far you've gotten so far?
1: I think just uh, to give my younger self the tough one, I think uh, to tell my younger self to believe in nutrition and rest. Uh, I think now since I'm in the OHL last year and the previous years, I've really bought into the nutrition and the rest part of, uh, of the aspect of the game. But, you know, when I was younger, six or six is a little young, I'd say around eight, nine, nine years old, 10 years old, buy into the nutrition and rest a little bit more and believe in it because you know once you get older you need to have uh, the body of a hockey player and you need to be able to go out there and and work as a hockey player and when you want to be able to like reach your dreams of playing in the national hockey league
0: absolutely and the final one here before we wrap up things uh every team around the OHL usually has a special night with jerseys and whatnot and uh Flint has made it a tradition the last couple of years uh from the movie semi-pro I'm sure everyone knows what that is but uh How special is that uh, Flint Tropics night? Those jerseys are spectacular. Uh, How special is that for you guys to be able to go out and have some fun with that
1: on the game night? Yeah, you know, we we had a good game this year. I mean, I think we won that in a shootout against Guelph. It was something really special we we had against that team, against uh, wearing those jerseys. And, you know, it was really cool. It was something that uh, you're never going to forget when you're wearing that jersey. You want to save pictures of it. And, you know, being able to watch that movie and the characters that were in it uh, and putting on that jersey. I mean, I think uh, the jersey we wore this year is one of the best jerseys so far. And playing in that, something really cool. I mean, before the game, coach usually says you can dress up to be whatever you want, like a basketball player, right? So it's something really cool. Guys are going in there with shorts and a T-shirt. And some guys are going there with full suits and big winter coats and flop, uh, trim floppy, uh, tropics jerseys. And it's something really cool and so much fun to play in.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think the best-dressed one uh, this year was probably Riley Piercy, who went all out. He had the shorts and the jersey, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, Piercy had a good one with that. He did the coach's outfit, I think, with the the hair and the headband and everything, (laughs) so he went all in.
0: Absolutely. Well, Brennan, it's been an absolute honour. I'd like to personally thank you for uh, hopping on here today, and I wish you uh, nothing but success in your second year in the OHL going into uh, your draft year next year.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.